Good morning. We have been considering for a while now the Beatitudes as taught by Jesus, the Sermon on the Mount. We've considered the first one, which is the Lord said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We're considering the second one now. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. That's Matthew chapter 5, verse 4. People do not normally think of mourning as a blessing. You know, it's, it's more like it's a sorrowful thing. But with the coming of the kingdom of heaven, mourning becomes a blessing. Because the mourners will be comforted by God himself. He will be the one doing the comforting. The affliction of mourning becomes the blessing of a profound relationship, you know, with God. Because those who mourn in the context in which Jesus was addressing as an attitude actually mourn over sin and its effect. This mourning is the godly sorrow that produces repentance to salvation. So the Lord is saying, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are those if we tie it to the first beatitude, the first character of a kingdom-focused Christian, of blessed are the poor in heart, those who have a contrite and a broken spirit. It moves them to mourn against sin. It moves them to a deep repentance over sin. They're not hardened. It produces godly sorrow in them. Godly sorrow that says, Lord, I am sorry and I will not do it again. Like David, who said to the Lord as we read in Psalm 51, says, create in me a new heart, O God, and restore a right spirit in me. He sinned against God because he had a contrite, a poor and contrite spirit. He was broken. And it produced in him godly sorrow. He mourned over the fact that he sinned against his God. He sinned against his father. And Jesus said that should be the attitude, that should be the character of a Christian, of one who loves him, the Lord, of one who desires to be with him in heaven. An attitude of a, of a Christian is not to remain resolute in sin and to have that God will understand mentality. God will understand. Understand that you, you willfully sin or this new demonic statement or belief now that once saved, forever saved. Yeah, because I've given my life to Christ, so if I fall, I, I, I'm, at least I'm already saved. No! 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 The attitude of a believer, a kingdom-focused believer, is to have a poor and a contrite spirit and to mourn over sin that will bring about godly sorrow and total repentance and not to go back to presumptuous sin. You know this is wrong and you willfully do it. No, no.
Jesus said, Blessed are those who mourn, for God will comfort them. They will be comforted. God sees your heart and knows you're, you're deeply sorry, knows you're, you're deeply repentant of that state that you have fallen. And he comforts you. Remember, I don't know if you know this, but for every sin not confessed, that sin is not forgiven. And it's godly sorrow that moves you to confess it before God. And the word of God says that he's just, he will forgive. He will blot out that transgression. That's how God comforts when we have godly sorrow, when we mourn. That's how God comforts. Amen. We also want to consider the third attitude, the third character of a, of a kingdom-focused Christian. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. That's the immediate next verse, Matthew 5, 5. You know, this verse is to, it puzzles many people because people don't understand what it means to be meek. People assume that being meek <laughs> means that someone is weak or tame or is not strong, deficient in, in courage. No. I mean, Jesus described himself as meek and lowly, which was consistent with his vigorous action. That didn't mean that when he saw rubbish happening in the temple, he didn't have that godly anger, if I put it that way, and got out a whip and flogged them out of the temple. Meekness is actually power under God's control. You, 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 you serve. You take the correction. You mourn when you sin. Jesus never sinned. So please don't tie that with that. But you are firm. You are firm. Paul captures it well in Romans 12, 3, when he says, For by the grace given to me, to, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than that person ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has given. Make people see themselves as servants of God, not thinking more highly of themselves than they ought to think. To be meek, you accept your strength, you accept your limitations, but you go ahead doggedly after what you believe. When asked if he was a Messiah, Jesus replied in Matthew 11, from verse 4 to 6, he said, okay, look, the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. The poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. He did not inflate himself, but he said, you consider all these things. What then do you think, and who then do you think that I am? To be meek is to have the heart of a servant, a servant's heart. That's the crux of it. You exercise power, but for the benefit of all the people, not for yourself. Psalm 37, you know, it begins with verse 1. Do not fret because of the wicked and ends with the meek shall inherit the earth. A meek person 
curbs the urge to want to avenge wrong done against him. Jesus also said, the meek will inherit the earth. Yes, the meek will inherit the earth. Which earth? This one? No, not this one. In Revelations, we're told that there's a new heaven and there's a new earth coming. And the meek will inherit the earth. Those who serve God with the heart of a servant, with the heart of, Lord, I've come to do your will. And they do it unto the Lord. They don't arrogate to themselves power that they don't have. They acknowledge that all power given to men come from God. So are you meek? Let, let's tie it to the second beatitude. Do you mourn over sin and godly sin and, and, and repent before God? And then that produces in you meekness. Because you will inherit the earth. I pray today. I pray that as we consider the attitudes, these attitudes and characters of a Christian, that we indeed become meek before God. We're as bold as a lion, but we are meek to do the things we ought to do. But when you need to prove to people who you are in the Lord, you assert yourself without being arrogant about it. May the Lord keep our hearts, you know, open. May we open our hearts indeed for the Holy Spirit, most wonderful, gentle spirit to walk in us, meekness, to walk in us, godly sorrow unto repentance. So we have such attitudes and become children of God with these amazing characters. In the name of Jesus. Amen.